the score, and you're listening to Inside Your Head. And I never asked to grow up, so please don't make me do it. I wasn't meant to grow up, don't think I'll make it through it. Things have been going south since I hit puberty. It looks like growing up is just too much for me. Welcome to Inside Your Head. This is Nasty Neil, and I'm joined by legendary actress of film and TV, Adrian Barbeau. It's very cool to have you here. Thank you. Good, yeah. So your new film, Appleseed, it's going to uh, premiere Thursday, June 13th at the Chinese Theater. Uh, it's got the opening night slot at, at Dances with Film, which is a very cool name, uh, film festival. Uh, I was watching last night. It was a really sweet movie. really enjoyed it. So, uh, it really I, is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really liked it a lot. So uh, how did you get involved in, in Appleseed? You know, I've worked for Michael Wirth, the writer, director, producer, and star of Appleseed, uh, along with Rance Howard. Uh, I think this is the fourth film I've done with Michael. We met back in, oh gosh, I'd have to look at my IMDb page, but... <laughs> We met back in the 2000s um, uh-huh. when he hired me to do a, uh, a Western called Ghost Rock with Jeff Fahey and Gary Busey and uh, I don't remember who else. It's been so long. Mm. And um, I, I just, I love him to death. Uh, and ever since then, whenever he's had something he thought I was right for, he's just given me a call. 2003, we did Ghost Rock. Okay. Michael, Michael was starring uh, with, uh, with uh, Gary Busey and Jeff Fahey. And, and uh, then we did, what was the next one we did? I think the next one we may have done was a, uh, a film for the Sci-Fi Network called War Wolves. <laughs> um, and then we did a film that is still in post-production that um, I'm really looking forward to see at some point mm-hmm. called um, Bring Me the Head of Lance Henriksen. Which I saw that uh, the, the credit earlier, and I thought that is a great name for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, sort of a... A lot of it was improvised. Um, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a mock. Yes, it's a mockumentary. I All guess right. you call it uh, <laughs> with my old friend. Um, uh, oh boy, I'm blanking on everything these days. Um, Tim. Tim Thomerson. Tim Thomerson. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah, we <laughs> Tim and I go back to uh, the Love Boat. <laughs> oh, nice. But uh, and we 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 also did a, a Hallmark film together, I think, uh, and uh, and he's he's just incredible. Um, so th- that brings us to uh, Appleseed, and Michael just called and said, "I've got this. I mean, it's really a cameo that I'm doing, but um, you know, I'd love to have you do it." And I read the script, and it was, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, it was a wonderful movie, and like you said, uh, you're not uh, a huge part in the movie, and sometimes if, I probably shouldn't say this, but sometimes if I watch a movie where I'm going to interview somebody, I'll just watch your part, but uh, I really got sucked into the movie and watched the, watched the the whole thing, 
Oh, you know? good. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was uh, really good. Have you ever worked with uh, Rance Howard before? Or knew him no, at all Rance before? was in Ghost Rock as well okay. back in 2003. I don't recall if we had any scenes together. I really just remember the scene where Gary Busey picked up a chair and threw it at me unscripted. Oh, wow. you know? <laughs> Those kinds of things sort of stick out in your mind. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but we were on set together and, uh, it was, and it was wonderful to be with him this mm-hmm. time around. Yeah. Uh, this, the, the, ch- the chair throwing incident, was it, even though it wasn't scripted, was it part of the film or was it just, yeah, well, <laughs> It, it, I, I don't know, you, I, you know, I don't know if it became part of the film. I don't, <laughs> right. I don't know if I ever, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, many, yeah. many years. I don't even know if I watched the whole film through. He was in character. He was, it wasn't okay. Gary throwing it at me. <laughs> he was just in the middle of a scene and decided that, uh, you know, his character needed to pick up that chair and throw it. Uh-huh. And fortunately, I, I ducked. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I guess there's, uh, your times if you get caught up in the moment, but, uh, throwing a chair at somebody's probably a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so you worked with Michael Worth a few times. Normally, um, does it happen a lot? Like if you find someone you like to work with and you continue to, to, uh, collaborate on, on different things or. Oh yes. Yes. I mean, I think, uh, you know, it's just human nature, especially as a director for Michael. Mm-hmm. If he, you know, if he uses someone whose talent he he liked going in but didn't know them and then gets to know them and realizes that they work in the manner in which he likes to work, you know, they're professional and they show up or and he just enjoys having them there or whatever, then... then uh, your instinct is to who can I who who's right for this role and if it's two people who might be right but you've worked with one of them you're going to go with that one usually yeah um, uh, how does that for work me, as an actor uh, you know uh, as I said I I I love working with Michael and um, I have I've seen a couple of the other things that he has done God's ears which I was very taken with and so you know he just has to call <laughs> right yeah so um how does that work when the when the uh, the writer and the director is also well i guess it wouldn't matter if he's a writer but the director is also uh, uh the star well is starring in the movie well um again it depends on the <laughs> the actor i did right, argo I yeah, I did Argo with Ben Affleck, and he was mm-hmm. starring and directing, and he did a fantastic job. He won an Academy Award for it. So um, I think it, it, it really, did, you know, certainly I assume that the director is greatly dependent upon his director of photography, his DP, because those are the eyes behind the camera when he's acting. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, some people can do it. Others can't. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, uh, so this is Rance Howard's uh, final movie, and uh, unfortunately, passed away before uh, it was um, completed. I mean, he yeah. was there for for all the the filming, but before it was actually edited together. Uh, when you uh, when you're when you're around him, does did he does he tell like a lot of stories? Since uh, you know he has so much history. 
you know, it was a pretty fast shoot. And um, I I think the last night of shooting, uh, Michael called and said, Rance and I are going out for dinner. You want to join us? And I was so exhausted that I just, it was like, oh, if I had known. I mean, you know, uh, Rance wasn't, uh, to my knowledge, he wasn't ill or anything. And Mm -hmm. and just... um, and when we were on the set, we were pretty much concentrated on getting the lines right and, and doing the work, you know. Mm-hmm. We did, we, I, I don't remember if we, we didn't have much time to sit around and just chat, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about doing Ghost Rock, and, um, but for the most part, it was just good to be in his presence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he he seemed very lively in the movie, so I could oh, yeah. imagine he was you know wasn't ill or anything while you're filming. So I saw that uh, a book that he wrote is uh, becoming a movie, uh, Love Bites. I don't know how far along that is. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, we haven't signed anything. Yet. All right, <laughs> all right. There's been there's been offers of financing and interest, and uh, you know, but. What do they say? That and, well, these days, that and a couple of dollars will get you a ride on the subway. Um, you know, until something's... But we we have had some, uh, you know, it, it looks like we're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a problem, I guess, with IMDb. Like, everything just goes up there, no matter how far along it is. And then people like, hey, you know, what's how, how's this going along? And it's not necessarily... Uh, actually going along at the moment, you know? Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust everything you see on IMDb. Every time I go into my IMDb page, I think, how can I change this? Because this isn't right. <laughs> and I don't know who put this up there. But, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've learned that over the years. And, uh, some guests have, you know, if you ask them about a movie and they're just like, I don't even know what that is. And it's like, oh, yeah. so Because <laughs> I was actually going to bring up Bring Me the Head of Lance Henriksen just because I love the name. But uh, but I was like, well, maybe it's not really happening. And then you brought it up. So that, that was good. It, I mean, it's been a while. You know, I yeah. think it's been one of those things where Michael's gone off and done other. You'd have to ask him, but sure. he's gone off and done other projects and then come back to this one and gone off and done others and come back to this one. and. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully we'll see it. Yeah. Is that, uh, is that ever frustrating if you, if you work on something and it either just never comes out or it's, uh, you know, years later, or is it something you just gotten used to, I guess? I think we get used to it. I've only had one experience where, um, I did, uh, I did Rob Zombie's Halloween Mm -hmm. and, um, on the, uh, you know, on the, I didn't even realize it was premiering, but on the day of the premiere, Rob called me and said, are you going to the premiere? And I said, no. And he said, well, I just wanted to warn you, I had to cut your scene because we didn't have time. So, but it's in the director's cut, you know? Right. <laughs> oh, and I have another film that is just premiering May 31st all over in Spain. It's won all kinds of, uh, it's won some nice uh, festival awards in Spain has I don't think it'll be released here until July and again uh I went to the screening of that one 
I, it, it's a film in which I get to join up with um, Ray Wise again after, mm-hmm. what, 40 years from doing Swamp Thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and Ray is, is just, he's great in it. Um, and I had one really great scene <laughs> with John Patrick Amadori, who is also starring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole movie went by and I thought, wait a minute, didn't I have a scene in the kitchen that, that I really <laughs> enjoyed doing? <laughs> right, yeah. And again, you know, not an, it was, the movie's running too long and that's the one that has to go. So yeah. that's, that's disappointing. But uh, <laughs> in terms of the others that get made and never get seen, well, I guess there's a reason they didn't get seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. So, yeah, I saw a chain's going to be playing at uh, the... Bill, I'm not very, very sure if you pronounce that. Bill it was, Bo, it was, it was at Festival. the Bill Bow Film Festival, and then it oh, was, yeah, was at May 2nd. the Alicante Film Festival, I believe, was in the other one, and it won the um, uh, Best Screenplay Award, uh, the Silver Wings Award at the Alicante yeah. Film Festival. Yeah. Did you film that in Spain? No, no. The director, David David Martin Poraz, is uh, Spanish, and most of his his producer and his co-author uh, are, are Spanish, and uh, a lot of the crew, you know, I, I don't know if he brought them over from there or they were all friends of his here. Um, he's a wonderful director, um, but his home is there. I mean, he lives in Los Angeles, but he's from there, and he goes back and forth a lot, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, you know, they were very excited to have the film yeah. in the festivals. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the film festival circuit like, uh, you know, when you have a movie playing there? Uh, do you enjoy that experience? You know, I've only done two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one was for a film that I really love that, that, uh, most people in, the, well, it, it's getting, it, it actually, it just did have a nationwide, uh, screening a uh, couple of months ago, a film from maybe 2002, I'm not sure, uh, called The Convent. And it was in competition and won the audience award at the uh, Belgium Fantasy Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'd have to <laughs> I couldn't tell you what year that was, sure. <laughs> but um, I went over for that, took my older son, Cody Carpenter, who you may know from mm-hmm. uh, his his music with along with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I remember is you couldn't even see the screen for the cigarette smoke and everybody <laughs> was wearing black. <laughs> but I did get to see Belgium and... Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> And that was great fun, and uh, yeah. and they treated us wonderfully. The Bilbao Film Festival was just, I mean, just to have the opportunity to go to Bilbao mm-hmm. and to be hosted there by such gracious people, uh, that was just a, a lovely experience. I didn't see any of the other films that were in competition because we were pretty much tied up with doing press and things like mm-hmm. that. But, um, and I have been asked to judge, uh, several horror film festivals, but I am not 
a horror film aficionado, and I right. really didn't feel that I could <clears throat> endure it. <laughs> it's not uh-huh. my kind of movie. Yeah. I, I thought, oh, I can't, I can't. I, do, I don't think I can watch these things. I don't know if I have, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's the extent of, of that for me. Right. Right. Plus, let's be honest, if it's not necessarily your type of movie, then uh, not the best critic of it. I, you know, I wondered about that. I, I have since realized, because I've had to watch a couple for other reasons, that, yeah, I know why this works, why it didn't work, true, and I know right. why, you know, and uh, so I could. I just wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> right, right. So uh, uh, what kind of movies do you watch? Espionage. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I watch a lot of European television series uh-huh. <laughs> i watch you know the tunnel and um uh, the bridge and i've i'm just finishing up the sandham murders from sweden and um uh last night i tried i don't remember i think it's called detective montalbano it's an italian series mm-hmm. um i i uh, <laughs> and the movies that uh, uh, some of the movies that I do see, I see because when I'm not, you know, on location or not acting, I'm mm-hmm. uh, I do video describing for the blind, which oh. means that I am I am describing the action of the characters in between the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I see a lot of things that I wouldn't normally see when I go in to, uh, to do that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I mean, you know, if it's, uh, you know, Jack Ryan <laughs> or on, yeah. uh, I don't know what network that was, but I watched that entire series. Deep State I've been watching, Berlin Station I've been watching. I, I love espionage, uh, drama, you know, action adventure i guess and espionage yeah just don't give me too much slice and dice them right right though so, uh it's interesting because a lot of those uh those foreign series like not that long ago it would be hard to ever even uh trust to see it all but now with uh so much of it on the streaming sites yes uh, you know, it's, i mean i just i go to mhz choice or i go to um Brit box or, you know, it's, uh, and I love it. I just, I don't know why I, I that's what I like. Yeah. Has, how has that uh, changed, um, your, uh, you as an actor with all the streaming sites? Well, I have, uh, I just, uh, did an episode of Swamp Thing, which will mm-hmm. be premiering on DC universe on may 31st and uh if it returns i i i suspect that my character is will be a recurring character and i just did the premiere episode of creep show with Mm -hmm. tobin bell and giancarlo esposito which is for Mm shutter.com their streaming series their streaming platform Mm -hmm. so i mean my gosh it you know, there's so much more product being made. Yeah. 
as a result of the streaming uh, channels mm-hmm. that it can only benefit us, right? Yeah. I hope. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so uh, is that interesting to uh, revisit, even though I don't know if you play the same characters, but to revisit um, things you've done, you know, years ago, like Swamp Thing and Creep Show, you know, in the new forms? Well, um, because the char- I mean, there, there were the characters were so totally different. Right. There really wasn't any, you know, there wasn't too much. Kind of like it, the, yeah. In name only, I guess. Th- yeah. The Swamp Thing. I mean, it was it was an, they built a remarkable set. It's just incredible. And I went down to uh, Wilmington expecting to be shooting in the swamps like we did <laughs> back <laughs> right. in the 80s with Charleston, South Carolina, which is where we, we shot Swamping. Um, and, oh, no, oh, my gosh, this is, I, I wish Wes could have seen this before he passed, Wes Craven, because it's just, it's astonishing what they've done. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that was really the only connection to my having done it back in the eighties. Right. And Creepshow, of course, was an entirely different, it, it, it's, it's an anthology series. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the episode I did was based on a Stephen King short story, mm-hmm. but that's where any similarity, <laughs> you know, and yeah. 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 I didn't think they'd bring back Billy. It'd be a, it'd be I weird. wish they would. Oh, don't. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> it'd be a hard. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. We need some creative writing <laughs> to bring Billy back. But right. uh, <laughs> she was, she was one of the all-time great ones. Definitely. <laughs> so when you did Swamp Thing in the swamp, uh, what's like the difficulties of actually filming in the swamp? Oh my God. <laughs> you you need to buy my <laughs> buy that, my memoir. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the swamp was difficult. What was what was even more difficult was that the studio kept undercutting the budget for Wes. And so he was having to make constant changes in the script, eliminate characters, eliminate scenes. Uh, you know, we showed up on the set one day and there was no makeup trailer because they hadn't paid the rent. Uh, it was a, a very difficult shoot made more difficult by the fact that the swamp was, you know, it was hot and buggy and muggy and chiggers and ticks and alligators. Yeah. And every time they had to put <laughs> us in the water, they had to douse us with antibiotics and we had to put uh, not antibiotics anti uh, what's the word I want antiseptic oh, uh, and okay. uh, you know um, because there were so many things yeah. in the swamp <laughs> right. um, so that that didn't make it any easier <laughs> does that uh, <clears throat> yeah does that add um when you're making it, does that add to the atmosphere? Does that help you get into character? Or would you have preferred like the new one where it is uh, an actual set, but it just looks like a swamp? Uh, you know, I... I don't... Uh, I don't know that it had <laughs> that much effect on me. I mean... Uh, uh, 
my character in the uh, in the DC Universe uh, uh, series mm-hmm. is not in the swamp, so you know I didn't get a chance to work in that set. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's nice to be on location, but sometimes it's nice to be in a studio. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, when I mentioned you're coming on, uh, I got like a. Uh, many many questions from uh, people on uh, social media so i'm going to try to ask uh some of these here kevin lockhart uh did johnny carson ask her out after her first appearance on the tonight show she made a comment that johnny could be her lover during the show and did he follow (laughs) up after he did not no he was very circumspect (laughs) bill cosby on the other hand (laughs) (laughs) was um, not quite so there was ever anything that I would have, you know, been appalled. Well, I was appalled by the fact that he was, you know, sort of living up to what we have since found out with his reputation, but no, Johnny did not. Was that something that maybe not to that extent, but it was, it was known that Bill Cosby wasn't like, as he portrayed himself, you know, as the Bill Cosby character. I wasn't aware of it. No, yeah. I, I mean, not for me. I, I wasn't aware of it at all, but I mean, I never had any. The only time I had contact with him was, uh, I think he hosted one of the Carson shows that I did. Mm. Um, or maybe he was a guest or something. Right. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not the one to ask. Right, right. No, that's fine. Uh, Matt Byrne wants to know, what was Ronnie Dangerfield like? <laughs> he was great. He was great. He was uh, an, uh, as a for as a surprise to me uh, when I first got to the set. There was a long line of ladies standing outside his trailer, and I said to the producer, "What's going on?" They said, "They want to see Rodney. Rodney's a sex symbol." You know? <laughs> um, he was he was funny. He was charming. He was delightful. Uh, he was just uh, very warm and, and, and great fun to work with. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, uh, a real honor for me or a pleasure for me to be able to <laughs> spend some time with him. Yeah. Yeah. So he did get, he did get some respect. That's good to know. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Scott Hudson, uh, she was in carnival, the, the best HBO series. He says Sopranos is second. And, uh, please ask about carnival and was it as much fun as it looked like it was? Oh, Scott, <laughs> I, I, I'm kiss. I'm sending you hugs and kisses. <laughs> carnival was one of my, all-time favorite jobs for so many reasons. I, I, I love the role. I love the people. I was, I loved the writing. Uh, it was just, it was a fantastic experience. Um, unfortunately, comparing it to the Sopranos is probably what caused it to come to a conclusion before it should have. Yeah. Because it was a very expensive series to produce, what with it being set in the 30s. Mm-hmm. And 
HBO had just come off of the huge success of The Sopranos and those kinds of numbers. Mm-hmm. And that's what they wanted from us. And I think had we been given a third season, we would have found the crossover audience. But uh, just we, you know, we didn't find the audience at that time. Since then, I mean, it's I have so many people who who come up to me all the time and say, are they going to bring it back? Is there going to mm-hmm. be a movie? What happened? Why? I, you know, it was, it was ahead of its time to a certain mm-hmm. extent, or it, it was the precursor to so much that came after it. I think mm-hmm. with the metaphysics and the, it was, it was a great experience and I'm glad that Scott, loves it <laughs> yeah i i love it too uh i still love it but uh yeah i watched it at the time before uh before there was uh dvr and uh and on demand so i watch it every week as opposed to now you can go and watch all these shows uh which is interesting because i know like some sh- other shows too like uh the wire and stuff really a lot of people not a lot of people watch it at the time on hbo but it seems like everyone is is fans of it now because it's so easy easy to watch these shows yes yeah, but yeah, it's great, great series. It was very dark, and uh, yeah, I loved it. And it was uh, um, all the characters were great in it. Really, uh, an ensemble cast. It was, and and all wonderful to work with. And uh, yeah, we've well, all remained friends. Yeah, and uh, since they do bring stuff back years later, I don't know. Maybe it would be possible. I don't think so. All right. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish, but I'm not, I'm not counting on it. That's for sure. Yeah. There's a, a lot of people ask about Swamp Thing. We talked about, uh, AJ Riddy wants to know, do people still call you Billy? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, for years they called me Maud's daughter. <laughs> right. And then it was Billy. <laughs> uh-huh. And then, you know, when Rocky was around, it was, hey, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did do, uh, oh, Bob Cook wants to know, uh, what was Ox Baker like to, uh, like during the filming of Escape from New York? That was the guy who played the, uh, the wrestler. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was not on the set d- for those scenes. Okay. Uh, I know, uh, I, I, my sense was that he was a really, lovely sort of gentle man you know mm-hmm. uh just hearing that from john and 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 other people but i never had any uh any scenes with ox and i don't think i was i i was not even i probably wasn't even in st louis when they were filming those so mm-hmm. i can't answer you more than that all right all right i knew i knew him a little bit he's uh from uh, conventions and stuff he's a very nice guy very sweet, and then, uh, but then when if he had the camera on, he did assault me. Not like, not yeah. like, <laughs> really, but you know, yeah. Uh, Matches Malone wants to know uh, what's the differences between uh, voice acting compared to uh, being in front of a camera. You don't have to put on makeup, <laughs> right. and you don't have to wear a costume. <laughs> right. You go to work in your pajamas, and you're, you're okay. anything, anything. Go to right. the gym, and then show up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> My phone just... <laughs> oh, no, sorry. I um, uh, 
See, I'll ask you one more here. Andrea K wants to know, uh, will you be doing more of She Kills podcast? And she says they're uh, awesome. I'm, I'm waiting to hear. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to be talking to the Shutter people. Um, I, hopefully, we're all going to be down at Comic Con for a creep show and um, maybe I'll have an idea. Uh, I think it just depends on how successful the first 10 episodes were. I'm glad she liked it. Oh, very good. Uh, I'll ask one more here because this one's a funny one to me. Rick wants to know, what was Bill Maher like on Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death? <laughs> Bill who? <laughs> I mean, who, I, who knew who Bill right, Maher right. was when That's we true. did Cannibal yeah. Women in the Avocado <laughs> Jungle of Death? Right. And, oh, I, you know, again, it's... I. I must have had scenes. Maybe I, I don't even know if I had scenes with Bill. I shot that entire movie in one day, you know, <laughs> it was, or something like 17 hours, I think. And, uh, I mean, I had scenes where I was sword fighting with, I suppose it was with, um, uh, oh my gosh, my names are just escaping me. Uh, Shannon Tweed. And Shannon wasn't even in the in on the set, you know. I would just so <laughs> I I have no recollection of uh, uh, no story I can tell about Bill, except uh-huh. that you know years later, all of a sudden I said, "Wait a minute, yeah, this guy, scary. the guy that was in <laughs> Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death." Right. <laughs> uh, now he's a political comedian out of out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Appleseed, I really loved it and not just cause you're here. I really, I really love the movie and, Thank you. uh, good. Well, good. It, and it, I, I think that anybody who sees it will, it's, uh, how would you, uh, let's, let's caption it before I say goodbye. How would you, it's sort of a buddy caper romance comedy movie i don't know what would you <laughs> yeah it's like it's yeah, really it's, a, an, a it's really movie. an emotional uh, sort of just delightful lovely film yeah and it goes down some roads you don't expect and uh yes. it's nice it's uh one guy kind of it's kind of how uh people uh come together and might change uh each other's lives and yes and uh and maybe coming to the end of uh, end of your life and uh, trying to atone for different different things. Is a, I, I thought it was a really lovely movie. Oh, good, good. Well, I hope all of your listeners will uh, will find it and and enjoy it as much as you and I did. Yeah. So and that'll be uh, it's an opening night on uh, Dances with Films Fest- Festival, which is still a very funny name to me. I like it, and uh, so uh, I hope people go and see it, and uh, then when it eventually gets out there in the world uh if, if you can't go to the festival everyone gets the, a chance to see it great yeah and uh thank you for doing this i appreciate it thank you bye-bye all my high school friends are off in college now and i get high and watch tv all day Living in my mother's basement's really not that bad I got everything I need and I don't pay And I never asked to grow up So please don't make me do it I wasn't meant to grow up